baby, you know what that sound means. It's time for The Edge with Terry Waldrop. Terry talks about all the hottest topics in sports every single weekday from 9 to 10 a.m. He's controversial, he's charismatic, and he's the captain of this ship for the next hour. Here's your host, Terry Waldrop. All right, all right, all right. Welcome to Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Fox, bringing it here on the 13th day of April 2018. Appreciate you spending a little part of your morning with us. You're welcome to reach out. On the hotline, which is sponsored by the Washita Valley Federal Credit Union, triple eight nine nine three seven seven six two eight 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 nine nine three seven seven six two Washita Valley Credit Union, the Washita Valley Federal Credit Union, to be more specific. We're brought to you as always by Dr. David Weber, North Monroe Animal Hospital, folks. The best pet care you're going to get anywhere in the sound of my voice. People come from all over to take their pets to Dr. Weber. You should too. They're a member of your family, uh, a member of my family. And so, get them the best. Uh, 165 North, 318-345-4545, 318-345-4545. Tell them you heard about it on The Edge and Sports Talk 97.7. Jamie Fox, it's NBA playoff time. I know you're on the edge of your seat, right? Well, I'm on the edge of my seat because I have to in order to reach the microphone. But, uh, yes, it is NBA uh, time, and... Uh, it is uh, Pelicans not a, a, exactly considered a favorite to knock off the Blazers, but uh, it is indeed playoff time. Glad they got there. Uh, I agree this has been a success already, but you don't want to settle if you get there. And uh, a lot of interesting storylines, uh, a lot to be said about, uh, you know, the NBA season as a whole was relatively uh, drama-free. But then again, we have a, a whole different season right now, and it's called the playoffs. Yes, and so we're going to kind of go through uh, some of the playoff matchups. Your text uh, are welcome, 888 Some of them are more intriguing and interesting than others. Uh, I'm predicting, of course, uh, that's following an outstanding incidentally tournament bracket prediction by yours truly. Uh, my champion went out in the first round. Um, however, I'm going to make amends for that. So I think if I pick you, it's pretty much the kiss of death. Would that be it? I mean, uh, pretty much. Yes, your prognosticating skills are, are uh, not exactly uh, are no different I, than anybody else's. No, I think I think they're more G League or D League level. I don't know where, where you are, but it's not NBA level uh, prognosticating. But then again, uh, your expertise is in the college ranks, so we're going to give you a mulligan on that. But uh, please feel free to weigh in, Terry. I mean, it's uh, hey, it's. Uh, it's it's the edge. So uh, give us your. Uh, you have some some ideas of where some of this may end, east and west. You think uh, the Cavaliers are going to emerge, or, or in the west? Yeah, I, I'm not so yeah. sure the Warriors are going to win it all. Yes, the Warriors are going to win it all. That's a oh, foregone conclusion. The more interesting storyline is who's going to meet them along the way. Are they going to get some challenges? Uh, the 76ers. That's the new favorite team. They got Joel Embiid, Ben Simmons. Uh, Bulls have come back. Here's the problem, 76er bandwagon fans, that you're going to face. Nobody guards anybody in the regular season. The last two minutes of the game, somewhat. The Philadelphia 76ers, you know, they're intriguing, Jamie, but they're intriguing because of their personalities and players. And they've got some good ones. But they're also very injury-prone. 
Uh, Joel Embiid, uh, in addition to being a Twitter warrior that makes Donald Trump jealous, uh, he's very injury-prone. He plays the game, takes two off. Plays the game, takes three off. And so how do you think the playoffs are going to react with his body? Not really good. Uh, sort of the same thing with Ben Simmons. You know, you're going to the basket, dude. You're going to get hit. You can't shoot the ball outside. Fultz has been injured all year. Playoffs are a different thing. I don't think the 76ers get out of round one. Uh, as, as much uh, as people like to, hey, they're going to go win the championship. I don't think they're designed for playoff basketball. They don't shoot the ball well enough to be like a Golden State where they can shoot their way and basically get in the way defensively well enough and just shoot their way into championship. 76ers are not like that. Um, yeah, I don't see them getting out of the first round. But I do want to get into this, and, and I probably shouldn't do this, but I'm probably going to. Anyway, so the Oklahoma City play-by-play guy named Brian Davis, and he is the play-by-play announcer for the Oklahoma City Thunder. And, you know, we got the Westbrook sycophants out there that he's, he's a triple-double that's never been done. And Russell Westbrook is a guy I would absolutely pay money to watch play basketball. Now, you know, out of everybody in the NBA, he is probably the number two guy behind LeBron. I would pay to watch the play the game of basketball, Jamie. I would. Now, I'm not taking Russell Westbrook to win any kind of champion. Look, they clinched a playoff first 81 games into an 82-game season with Westbrook, the reigning MVP, which is complete and utter uh, nonsense. A Hall of Famer on the end of his career, Carmelo Anthony, who is Russell Westbrook uh, part one. And then Paul George, who is an NBA all-star. And then they have the big guy who's among the best in the NBA. And they clinched with one game left in the regular season. So, now the coaches the West, they're really good still. You got an MVP. You got a Hall of Famer. You got a first-team All-NBA guy. And you got one of the best two or three big men in the league production-wise. And you clinch barely. So anyway, this is a little bit off the beaten path. Um, so Brian Davis used, and I'm quoting here from the Oklahoma City Thunder, offensive and inappropriate words uh, when describing a play that Westbrook made. And we are so politically correct. Folks, there are racists and bigots. And, and all the stuff, you don't have to look real hard to find them. I mean, they'll typically just, like, raise their hand, like, hey, here I am. You're like, okay. So here's what he did. Westbrook steals the ball when they're playing Memphis. I think this is, like, the second quarter. And going to the basket, and the announcer said, Westbrook, and I'm quoting here, in kind of a jokingly manner, talking about the reckless abandon he played with, he's out, and I'm quoting here, out of his cotton-picking mind, which the translation is crazy, uh, just kind of out there a little bit. Now, the word had its origin origins in, well, cotton. It's like, you know, fishing and farming and stuff like that. The hypersensitive thought police said, you know, hey, since Russell Westbrook is African-American and 
back in the plantation days, they picked cotton. Oh, by the way, there's a lot of other people that picked cotton, too, that were and were not slaves. Uh, it has a derogatory racial over to, he's out of his cotton-picking mind. Really? That's racist these days? You've got to be kidding. Folks, there's enough of them out there. They're not hard, but you, when you go looking for stuff, oh, my gosh, Jamie, that just, I, I sat there and I, I watched that. you got to be kidding. Really? That's what we're going to? And now the club thinks that they have to come in and say, hey, you know what, it was really bad because uh, we don't agree with this. And, uh, it was. T- do you really think the guy made any – seriously? He's an NBA broadcast announcer. Do you really think dude's a racist and throwing stuff out there like that? Is this some kind of hidden code? You've got to be kidding me. Jamie, tell, tell me I'm wrong on this, please. So, so this, is a guy, this is a guy who's been announcing – uh, for an NBA team who's been uh, for uh, over an 82-game schedule now at this point, including exhibitions, and he's been around the team for, I don't know if this is his first year or, or whatever, but uh, so he's around a team that is predominantly African-American, and he says this after, you know, 100-something games into the schedule, God knows what, I mean, at this point, and all of a sudden he's racist. This is why people are tuning out, Terry. People, the, the damn, excuse my French, the damn social justice warriors and, and the people don't understand why people are not buying their product anymore. It's crap like this because everybody is so tired of everybody's panties in a wad when something is said that could be the slight, slightest misconstrued. You can say things all day long about my height or other things about me. What am I supposed to do? Sue everybody? You know, it's a fact, okay? Uh, slavery is a fact, too, but that doesn't mean so was, uh, so was the persecution and extermination of the Jews as well. So is every, every living, practically, uh, generation of people, whether they be of any nationality or ethnicity, has been subject at some point in time to discrimination. All of us. I'm part Irish. We were the potato fan. I mean, everybody has to some point in time. Get over it. There's a time and point where you've got to move on. And the only reason these things are kept alive, Terry, is because of the same reason you're seeing with, with other things, money. Somebody sees a chance to make money. Somebody sees a chance. We parse and pick everything everybody says and try to make a federal case out of it. Why? Because that's why lawyers are there. That's why everybody else is around to try to take advantage of it. I am so sick of this crap. I don't really, and I'm going to make a confession here. I have to really sometimes, I don't follow the NBA like I should. And I'm in, you know, because I'm so or the NFL, I don't follow professional sports with the same tenacity I do college because of this. And I hate to say that because these are guys, these are people at the pinnacle and top of their game. These are the people I should be following and should be more invested in. But because of things like this off the court and things that go on, it turns me off. Now, what their argument to me is, is you're just a middle-aged old white guy who's bitter. Well, so what? I still got money like everybody else. I can buy a ticket and everybody else. You know what? Every time someone disagrees with you, what's the first default, Terry? Racism, sexual, you know, condemnation or whatever. That's not true. That's not fair to me. And it's not fair to this announcer 
who has been following a team for all over to say something, and they're going to pick something out of it. Nor is it fair for – and I would put the opposite thing on the player. If they say something that's a little bit like, you know, sh- short, whitey guy, so what? Laugh it off and move on. This is this is absolutely insanity. I, you know, I really believe – and look, you know, I don't – I make no excuses for people, and I've got no tolerance for, for people that are racist or, or, or bigoted or stuff like that. That's my personal choice. And there's enough of them out there. I mean, get on the Internet. They're not hard to find, folks. But when people start going out of their way to find, I'm going to wake up today and be offended. What can I be offended about? Well, this. He's used the word. He's out of his cotton-picking mind. I mean, would it be better if he's, you know, I, you know, I don't know. You're really reaching there uh, to try to find something, but to get the club feels like just to afford uh, nobody's hurt feelings. And, again, I don't excuse it. Do I think it has anything to do with racism? No. Did they ask me? No. I'm just giving you an opinion. And, and it bothers me that we have so – I mean, we look for stuff these days uh, to go into. Uh, when we get back, there's a couple more things going on. Uh, your friend, Colin Kaepernick is in the news again, and probably one of the two cities that would be most inclined to embrace him, uh, the first being San Francisco, where he left, the second being Seattle. Uh, Colin Kaepernick had a, uh, a meeting with them, and they had a workout schedule, and now it's not. So I will tell you why. When we return, you're to Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Walter, Jamie Foxx, The Edge. This segment brought to you by friends at GB Cooley reminding you to support an incredibly worthwhile cause, the Louisiana Special Olympics. Back in a minute. If your gas gauge doesn't work, you might run out. If your speedometer doesn't work, you might get a ticket. Don't risk either one happening to you. If the gauges in your car don't work, call or come by Dash Solutions in West Monroe. They can fix anything that's broken, and most repairs are done in less than an hour. The solution to broken gauges is Dash Solutions. I-20 at 5th Street in West Monroe, 355-8595, 355-8595. If you could talk to your animal when they say, they're telling you to take me to North Monroe Animal Hospital, listen closely, and you'll hear what Dr. David Weber hears. That's a thank you for taking me to North Monroe Animal Hospital. For your animal's health care, call Dr. David Weber at North Monroe Animal Hospital, 345-4545. No animal too small or too large. Well, you better call Dr. Weber first on that one, 345-4545. The average family accumulates a whole lot of stuff over the years. So whenever you need to haul it, cover it, or store it, you need to call Ideal Portable Buildings and Trailer Sales. When I was looking for a portable building, my biggest concern was quality. My building from Ideal is the highest quality I've ever seen. Ideal can custom build any size building to meet your exact needs. They can add shelves, windows, roll-up doors, whatever you want. I needed a portable building that wasn't going to break my bank. When I talked to Ideal, they offered a price that couldn't be beat. Portable storage at a great price. Ideal also specializes in custom-built carports in any size and trailers up to 16 feet. I was looking for a place with excellent customer service. The guys over at Ideal were great to deal with and delivered right on time. Thanks, Ideal, for a great experience. Haul it, cover it, store it. 
Ideal Portable Buildings and Trailer Sales, 699-9426, 699-9426. Hi, I'm Jason Greer of Greer Tank and Welding in Fairbanks, Alaska. We get some pretty tough conditions here, like wind, snow, and extreme cold, which is probably why the Post-it Notes folks came and gave us a bunch of their new Post-it Extreme Notes to test out and they didn't disappoint. I've stuck them on all sorts of rough surfaces, like brick, wood, and concrete. And I have to say, these things really help me communicate with my team on the job. Posted Extreme Notes, water-resistant with Durahold paper and adhesive. They're tailored for tough. I'm Grant Langston, the new CEO of eHarmony. If you're online dating and looking for love, it's time to try eHarmony. eHarmony's different. eHarmony's gotten really good at bringing compatible people together. People that want the same things you do and are ready for a real relationship. There's one app that's built to bring you real love, eHarmony. Go to eHarmony.com today and get a month free when you buy a three-month plan. Use code DATE. eHarmony.com. Use code DATE. I'm bad, and I'm better than ever. Your opinion no matter It's a maniac It's gonna step on whomever The Edge with Terry Waldrop is back And better than ever Hit Terry up at 888-993-7762 To join in on all the fun and welcome back to Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Walter, Jamie Fox. This segment brought to you by my friend, Mr. Bobby Manning, attorney at law. Tremendous North Louisiana attorney, specializes in criminal defense, wrongful death, personal injury, whatever you need. Bobby's the man for you. 318-324-1411. Bobby Manning, attorney at law. Don't delay. Call Bobby today. Uh, Coach Max says, Jamie, I'm 28 and I'm with you. You're just not an old white guy. Actually, Jamie is an old white guy. Um, no, that's not, that's not true. That's not true. I'm an old, fat Short white guy. Yeah. You're vertically challenged. Vertically challenged. There we have it. So. Is, is Jamie, I'm follically challenged. <laughs> yeah, you are. I mean, you got the height. Uh, I got the hair. But, I mean, just goes to show you life is not fair. So T- Together uh, we make almost one whole person. <laughs> Some would debate that. But anyway. A lot, a lot of people would debate it. that. Okay, so I got yeah. nine for Tell me, Coach, everybody's so sensitive today. It's ridiculous. Can you imagine sending today's 18-year-olds? to storm the beach at Normandy. Yeah, they probably like get offended that. when they get sh- – yeah, just uh, – I got somebody else that said, yeah, you should have used another – and it's not a racial overturn with this guy. Start three eights in. It was a little like stronger. Kid. Yeah. A little stronger, yeah. Um, yeah. It's just crazy, man. I mean, really, that that's where we're at. So, anyway, so Colin Kaepernick. He went like a 38 on the Wonder League testing. Very intelligent uh, dude. Very well read. Again, I, I don't really agree with some of the things he says. Then again, I don't agree with some of the things you say or, or vice versa. That's our right as Americans to agree or disagree with people. Anyway, uh, Seattle. They cut Travoy Boykin. That was the former TCU kid that just blew up in the Alamo Bowl, and his career has been on like a – uh, a, a very bad path ever since. However, they need a backup quarterback to Russell Wilson. Colin Kaepernick was going to get a tryout and a visit. But in the process, and again, Seattle, incredibly progressive city, folks. 
this isn't like uh, Kansas City or Dallas or somewhere like this. This is a very, very liberal, progressive city, and that's good, bad, or indifferent. It really doesn't matter what you think. It doesn't make it any less of a fact. And so Colin Kaepernick would be, of all places, San Francisco and probably Seattle, he's going to have more support and more empathy between the for the fan base there than probably anywhere else in the country. And Seattle's talking to him about being this, the backup quarterback. Uh, remember, Kaepernick's been on record. Hey, I want to start. Well, that's a problem. So, well, he's good enough to start. Well, maybe, maybe not, but people don't want problems. I mean, you're not going to dislodge Rus- Russell Wilson. You're just not. Russell Wilson is one of the best in the game right now. However, uh, oh, by the way, how bizarre would it be if Tom Brady gets hurt this year and they end up Colin Kaepernick in New England? That's the that's the game I want to watch. Colin Kaepernick leading the Belichick Patriots. That would be awesome. Uh, anyway, they were talking with Kaepernick and his people, and they said, look, we just want to make sure that you're not going to kneel during the national anthem. And Kaepernick and his people said, yeah, I can't really promise that. So Seattle said, you know what? Yeah, we're going to postpone this deal. We're, uh, yeah, we're not going to bring you in after all. They still may, but, you know, at this point, Kaepernick, I think, has got to decide one of two things. I think he's already decided. Are you an activist or do you want to play football? And, well, Coach, he should be able to do both. Look, I get all that. But in a free enterprise situation, I'm trying to find the person or people that help my organization be successful on the field, off the field, et cetera. And right now, all 32 NFL teams, he's been poisoned for. Good, bad, or indifferent. And say what you want about First Amendment rights and this, that, and the other, and all that's true. However, at the end of the day, you're still trying to make uh, a successful product on the field. Uh, again, it's, it's very Tebow-like in the sense that everywhere he goes, their circus follows. And if you're good enough, it doesn't matter. I, I think much, and he's a better, obviously a much better player than Tebow, but the fallout remains the same, Jamie Foxx. The circus is not worth the price of admission so far for all 32 NFL teams. Speaking of circus, Ringland, Barnum, and Bailey is no longer in existence, unfortunately. So once your uh, product is or your whatever you perceive your skills to be aren't a match anymore, uh, you're not going to get hired. And, and I think Colin Kaepernick had an excellent job opportunity to be hired. Uh, and look how Tim Tebow's handling his uh, inability to get an NFL job. He's gone a different route. You don't hear him talk very much, except at churches and other events, and he's going out and trying to make a career in pro baseball. Maybe Colin Kaepernick's a good enough athlete to do that as well. There's a lot more to this. I guess, Port. unfortunately, Portland doesn't have a team because that's the next progressive city I guess Colin Kaepernick could try out for. But unfortunately, they don't have an NFL franchise. That would be next. Just go up the go up the highway to Portland. But unfortunately, there's no opportunities there. However, San Francisco asked all they they wanted a from Colin Kaepernick. They wanted a plan going forward. How do you intend to address this? And his basic answer was, "Well, I'm focused on football." And they said, "No, we're talking about the kneeling for the national anthem and so forth. What do you?" You know, give us a plan how you tend to deal with it. And he was evasive and wouldn't answer the question. So 
he's obviously determined that he says he's focused on football, but he's obviously more determined to be socially active. Maybe that's more lucrative than playing professional football. I don't know. Maybe there's more money to be made, but I don't know if you're really serious about it. Right now, if uh, and I'm just putting myself out there, you want to pay me $36,000 to clean your toilets, I'm your man. Or, or do whatever you need me to do, uh, because I'm not in a position right now to dictate to people uh, what I think I'm worth and what I will not do. If you tell me I do not want you kneeling for the national anthem, uh, yes, that is absolutely Colin Kaepernick's uh, right as an American citizen to do. It is also the right of every thir- every 32 NFL franchises to say, "I'm sorry, that's not within our marketing model. We don't we don't want that. We don't think that's good for the game. We're going to ask that you refrain from doing it." Same thing with uh, Eric Reed, who has had an interview with the Cincinnati Bengals, and again, he's more interested in trying to make a political point than trying to conform to. Uh, an employment status that that would kick, take him uh, off the unemployment rolls and put him with the Cincinnati Bengals or something else. Apparently, it is more important to them to try to make a point, which is fine. That is also their right as an American. It is also my right, and as as a general manager, to not hire you. Uh, I can't. No, I don't understand where we've gotten in this country where you can dictate terms to your employer. Uh, I wish there was more of that, and sometimes there are, but there are unions, and then sometimes they go overseas because the unions overstep the boundaries and companies go the hell with it. We're out of here. Uh, and I think unions do serve a purpose. But at the same time, you can't dictate to your employer what you're going to do if they ask you to refrain from doing something. If they ask me to not come out on the field until after, I'll have to do that. Um, but again, Colin Kaepernick is trying to dictate terms to a potential employer, and that's fine. That is his right to kneel every time he feels the, the national anthem is played. Absolutely. It's also my right not to hire you. Yeah, uh, that's kind of what you're dealing with here. It's, uh, I think, uh, actually, Eric Reed has went on record and said he's not going to kneel anymore. I mean, I he thought Kaepernick had for a while. Yeah, I think Eric Reed has said that. So, again, I think, um, go ahead. No, but I, I think he's also trying to say that there'll be other – he's saying there's also other ways. I mean, you're hearing Popovich and Steve Kerr and all these – they're using – I don't agree with what they're saying, but they are using uh, the locker room to do it. Uh, it's the, They have the microphone because people are covering it, but they're not out there uh, kneeling for the national anthem either. So there's ways to make your point without doing that, and that's really, if you think about it, all the NFL teams are asking Colin Kaepernick to do is we're asking you to, you can hold the political views you want, that's your right as American, just please don't kneel during the national anthem. We ask that you respect our veterans and everything else, and he's refusing to do it. So obviously he's really not that interested in playing football except making news, and apparently there's more money being a social activist than there is being an NFL player. Uh, apparently that's the case. Yeah, no question. Uh Interesting stuff going on. You know, I don't think anybody's going to sign it, Jamie. I really don't. That's simply because it's it's a liability and it's an asset. And at this point, for the last two and the longer he goes out of professional football, the more difficult it's going to be to get back into uh, any type of organization. And, again, Seattle. The Seattle is not like you're talking about the Dallas Cowboys or the Kansas City Chiefs or the Green Bay Packers. The Seattle viewpoint with Pete Carroll, that part of the country, 
much more receptive to your beliefs and probably individual freedoms that, that believe that way. And again, believe what you want. But the fact that Seattle's going, yeah, I don't think so. And again, Kyle Kaepernick, you take just the pure football aspect of it. Is he probably better than some of the quarterbacks starting in the NFL? I think you you absolutely can make that argument. You absolutely can make that argument. But at the same point, is he good enough to put up with the circus that comes with him? And right now, people are telling you no. Is he good enough to be a starting quarterback? Yes. I, I think yes. I think you look at the numbers and some of the people competing against, yes. Is he good enough to be a starting quarterback and put up with all the circus? No. And so therein lies the dilemma of a product you're trying to put on the field. And Colin Kaepernick is still trying to dictate terms in it. Uh, just a, You wonder who's advising him. You know, that's, that's the question I've always wondered about him, who actually is advising him, because uh, even like Clay Travis, who I, sometimes I like him, sometimes I don't, he's got to literally have the worst advisors uh, known to mankind. If you try to put yourself back in, into a uh, position to get picked up or if you get noticed, yeah, this is, is not helping. Because people are going, dear God, Seattle's saying no. So uh, <laughs> we have no shot. We come back. Uh, it's youth baseball time, Jamie. And I've got stupid coaching and stupid parent tricks to talk about. You ain't going to want to miss this one. This is Sports Talk 97.7. Jerry Walter, Jamie Fox, Tabor running the board as we speak. Tabor brought to you by our friends at Spotavale. Care for the special people in your life, folks. Hook them up with a Spottenville gift certificate. 318-807-1060. Spottenville and Monroe. Back in a minute. take pride in your lawn. That's why you cut the grass yourself. Here's Richie McKinney. A big yard calls for a tough mower. The Hustler Fast Track is engineered with commercial features for the homeowner. Right now, get your Hustler Fast Track with a powerful 23-horse Kohler engine and 48-inch welded steel deck at our lowest price ever, just $49.99. That's over $1,800 in savings. Plus, qualified buyers can finance at 0% for 42 months. Come see our full line of Hustler mowers today at your outdoor superstore McKinney's in Ruston. Model 936054. Broken window sounds like you need glassworks of west monroe glassworks specializes in the highest quality residential glass from insulated glass to protect your home from the worst weather to vinyl replacement windows with a lifetime warranty to custom installed mirrors and shower doors glassworks service is unmatched and their price is always competitive let them save you money glassworks 800 jonesboro road across from the mill in west monroe 387-4747 this is Steve Brennan with Brennan Dodge in Ruston, welcoming Todd Till to our management team at Brennan Dodge. Todd is the previous owner of Farmerville Motors in Farmerville. Todd brings a wealth of experience, integrity, and a first-class reputation with him. Come by and see Todd and help us welcome him to Brennan Dodge and back to the Ruston market. Todd will be managing our new used car center for Brennan Dodge, which will open in the coming months. So if you're in the market for a used car, truck, or SUV, come see Todd at Brennan Dodge in Ruston, I-20 Service Road. Don't put your life on the line when you dig. Do what the pros do. Respect the marks. Dig with care. And before you dig, call 811. Louisiana One Call. 
Hi, I'm Greg Tilly in Bossier City. You have got to check out our four-bedroom, three-bath, finished sheetrock double-wide. Same quality you see in a site-built home, but can be bought for only $38 a square foot. Wow, $38 a square foot for a new home? See it today at Greg Tilly's in Bossier City. Speedy Oil Change and Tune-Up is committed to helping you preserve the life of your engine with the highest quality maintenance service for your vehicle. Chevron is now their featured oil. Speedy offers tune-ups, brakes, radiator service, headlamp restoration, and 17-point oil change. They're your Bridgestone Firestone dealer and provide nitrogen tire filling. Speedy Oil Change and Tune-Up, providing Chevron as their featured oil. Speedy Oil Change and Tune-Up, 315 North Surface Road, Ruston. Speedy Oil Change and Tune-Up. How does it feel? You're officially living on the edge. Hit Terry Waldrop up at 888-993-7762 and let him know. It's The Edge with Terry Waldrop. And welcome back in Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Waldrop and Jamie Foxx rolling here on a Friday. Thank you for spending a little part of your morning with us, folks. This segment of our show brought to you by our great friends at GB Cooley, reminding you to support an incredibly worthwhile cause, the Louisiana Special Olympics. It is great as the Special Olympics are. And, I, Jamie, I don't, have you ever been to a Special Olympics event by chance? I have. I did not get a chance to participate, but I've seen it. Uh, I got, and I didn't get to spend near enough time. Maybe about twenty or twenty-five minutes. But the, uh, well, you can't leave an event like that without feeling uh, uplifted and especially grateful to the people who put those events on. And it makes you also very appreciative of the fact that we're so fortunate to have uh, an outfit like GB Cooley here in our backyards and the good work they do for our citizens. Well, you know, I, and I've shared this. It's been a while since I shared it, but when I was in high school, I had a next door neighbor that was a uh, Down syndrome. Uh, I don't want to say child because he's older than I was significantly, but I got the opportunity to work with him uh, in the Special Olympics stuff. It was a really rewarding experience. Uh, so I kind of saw how that worked from the inside out, and I just remember the joy of uh, of those kids competing and get people that hug them at the line. It was such a great thing. And, you really go back and look in sport and just that the thrill of not competing per se, but just being a part of it. Uh, and let me, and the reason I'm saying that, uh, it's the stupid season again for parents and uh, some coaches or whatever in youth baseball, softball, t-ball. And so I'm going to take you to Oyster River Youth Baseball Association in New Hampshire, where it has come out that Several coaches, now they had a 11- and 12-year-old boys' baseball league, and they had a girl that was playing in the league. So several of the coaches allegedly have gotten together. Oh, by the way, the city manager of, uh, I want to say, uh, Durham, which is where this uh, Oyster River Youth Association is located, got together and allegedly conspired to have their pitchers throw at the girl's head to try and bean her to encourage her to quit the league. And so we have, if this is true, and we don't know it is true, it's been reported, that you have coaches in an 11 and 12-year-old league, like, look, when the girl comes up to the plate, hit her in the head and she'll quit. Really? I mean, that, that, that's, that's where we're at these days, that grown men 
are instructing their 11 and 12 year old pitchers to throw at the head of a girl because, after all, if the girl's in the league, you can't be very good. We got to get her to quit. Where are we at in society when we're doing this? James? How, that, how did that get out? I mean, and how did that, and what, what were they possibly thinking at that level? Why that would be such a uh, a threat, so to speak. I guess that's how they perceived it with her. And, and, and she made the water. This is kind of thing that, you know, the water's going to sink its own level at some point. She may decide to stay continuing. But, I mean, at, at this level, why not just, you know, we talked about the joy of competing. Just go out there and enjoy your kids chasing butterflies and, you know, picking their nose in right field or whatever they do because you know they do, T-ball and all that. I mean, just Okay, hey, I got a T-ball story for you. Let's hear that. My grandson played his first T-ball game over the weekend. Oh, dear God. Uh, unfortunately, I was not there to see it. But I just just so you'll know, I worked on him over Easter on some hitting skills off the tee. All right? Oh not that I'm a baseball guy, but I, I can hit a little bit off the tee. And so I worked with him, and I worked on fielding a little bit. And so, he, he, Jim, he's the leadoff hitter, which means he'll probably be playing for the Yankees the next year or two. You know, he's going to go directly from T-ball to the Yankees. However, of course. Uh, has a really good hit in his, you know, his first appearance. Then he goes out into the field. So they hit a ball at him, and he feels it cleanly. Are you ready for this one? Comes up ready he to throw. Runs, yeah, he comes up and realizes the guy on first base is not ready to catch it, so he's going to run to first base and step on the back for the out. Runs all the way within five feet of first base, then inexplicably turns, does not touch first base, and runs to third with the ball. Oh, huh. Well, actually, he's thinking ahead. I, mean, I think this is good. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> he, he think okay, has the, has the runner take – has he blasted off from first and is rounding second? I don't think he even he realizes there's a runner at this okay, point. So I really don't. He just okay. – he caught the ball. I'm supposed to go here. Maybe I'll go here. I'll just – yeah, maybe yeah, there's well, a candy bar over here somewhere. Okay, now, see, we're missing the point here, Terry. We're missing the point. He's been told to cover – you know, for his his player. I mean, in other words, right? If you overthrow third or something, at this point he has Jamie, not unleashed the ball yet. Anyway, they're trying to pull their pants up when they come back mm-hmm. from the bathroom. That's like yeah. the biggest thing they got going for them. It's t-ball. You know, yeah, but put I'm, the glove on either hand. Okay, so we're 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 missing. I think we're missing the point here, though. They, we've 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 gotten out. We've 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 slashed one on our first at bat. So we've I don't know whether it's a single, double, or whatever. Don't make any difference. He made contact. That's good enough. Okay. So now it's time to go into the field. He clean. He feels one cleanly, comes up ready to throw, and then inexplicably takes off towards first. Okay, this is a this is something that can be fixed. I mean, it's not like now. I, it could be that uh, the runner didn't want to test his arm. Uh, it could be that uh, he was told, "Hey, get it as close to the first baseman before you before you unleash it or throw it." That could be something. Uh, we, we we don't know from a coaching standpoint, so I'm gonna I'm gonna put this one on the manager and say the manager uh, you know failed to tell him look you throw it to at least a second baseman, um, but usually what I have seen Terry my with base running is that's just really pretty much an invitation to touch all three bases right uh, they don't the coach, think they got to wait until the next you're the coach no I'm not the coach. Oh, okay. I was going to say, well, that sounds no, like something. No, no, I, I couldn't fire myself because I know what I'm doing, right? Yeah, well, 
Yeah, well, you're the – okay, so where did this come up? I'm, I'm, I'm curious because this is obviously your fault. Um, when this – when you were teaching him how to field and on defense, and did this come up? Like, did you discuss, like, throwing to bases or anything? Or did you just say, hey, you you know, you just hit a few grounders to him and let him chunk it back to you? I mean, Terry, this is obviously a failure on your part. You had a teachable moment, and it completely – you know, you completely blew it. I mean, can you tell – Well, I was what, working – I worked okay. a little bit in the field with him, right? Trying to okay. hit some, some balls at him. And, mm-hmm. you know, he, like, got in the way. A couple of them hit him. And then I thought he was really focused in. And I looked down, like, man, he's really concentrating. This is big time. He's in the right position. He's squatted down, you know, in that ready position. And then when I walked out there, I realized, no, he's looking at roly-polies down in the dirt. Hmm. <clears throat> hmm. Well, I mean, hey, a uh, little distraction there. That that happens to the big leaguers, too. Uh so I wouldn't really worry about that. I, I think the main thing we've got to work on is hitting the cutoff guy properly. Uh, and that's that's where you can come in when you get a free moment with him. Is just uh, And that could be what he was thinking is, hey, but he was confused as to whether the first baseman was a cutoff, the, the third baseman. So he was trying to cover, uh, pardon expression, trying to cover all bases. And, uh, and, and he did cover two out of the three, but not effectively. Uh, FS is kind of, or Danny, uh, Danny tells us, Hey, the girl in New Hampshire was better than the coach's son, and he couldn't deal with it. Uh, nothing says, hey, let's, let's, let's beat her in the head. Uh, FS says most 11- and 12-year-old pitchers can't throw a strike, much less hit a head-sized target. You know, FS, that's sort of like my golf game. The safest place when you play golf with me is directly in front of the direction I'm hitting because the ball will go anywhere but there. So, but just the fact that people are having these discussions like, hey, let's throw the ball at the girl. And now it's come out later that it wasn't because she was a girl. It's because the other two coaches didn't like the dad who was um, the dad of the girl. It just happened to be he had a daughter playing. So, hey, we don't like the dad, so we're going to throw it at your kid. Yeah, why not throw the ball at the, kid, at the dad instead of the kid, though? Dear God, the kid just happens to be the offspring. I mean, he's kind of an in, she's kind of an innocent victim in all of this. I mean, chunk it at the dad if you're so ticked off. I mean, this is crazy. Uh, I, mean, I, like, I like that, Jamie. That's a pretty good idea. We'll just throw just it at the dad. Throw it at the dad. Uh, yeah. You know what they'll tell you, though? The worst day, if you're a freshman baseball or softball coach, the worst day of your life is the day that they do cuts for the, oh. freshman, and soft, uh, the freshman baseball and softball team because you got kids who have been all-stars for like 18 years in a row. And I know they've only been like they're 13 years old, but hey, they've been all stars since they were like literally in utero, and uh, yeah, they didn't make the team. So Terry, obviously the know, coach's fault. Do you know how desperate my my high school was apparently for talent? I never got cut from a team I I tried out for. That will tell you how pitiful, how desperate they were. And I use the term talent lightly because I wouldn't say what I did really involve much talent but that's what they did i mean you go to a small school like that they if you can walk and chew bubblegum you're on you're there so i mean that's how desperate they were to have players is like i never got cut from football and i tried it all by the way I, I, and don't laugh i played basketball too a couple of years uh that's how desperate they were for talent if, if you went out and said, hey here's your uniform i was like wait a minute you're not going to cut me no I mean that I didn't get cut till later when I tried to work jobs and everything. That's when they, people were not afraid to cut me. But uh, before then, in my formative years in high school, 
I never got – so I thought I was pretty – you know, I thought I was kind of an athlete or whatever. No, you just didn't have anybody else to take my place. It's so, all relative, Jamie. I guess it is, yeah. I, I suppose so. It's all relative. Uh, we got a few more. We got a bunch of text here. I think I kind of hit something. We come back, we'll talk about that and more. You know, it's a Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Harder, Jamie Fox. We're shutting it down here on a Friday after this next segment. This segment brought to you by our friend, Mr. Bobby Manning, attorney at law. Jamie Tabor and I will be back to shut it down after this. What I tell you about my friends at North Monroe Animal Hospital. Specializing in all medical and surgical care for small animals and even providing a boarding service. My friend, Dr. David Weber and his staff are always my choice for my animals. It should be yours as well. Located conveniently at 4300 Sterlington Road, which is 165 North, you can reach out to them at 345-4545. That's 345-4545. Tell them you heard it here on 97.7 North Monroe Animal Clinic, the official animal care provider of Terry Waldrop and the Edge. On a big truck's journey, the driver faces long hours, unrealistic deadlines, and fatigue. Driver fatigue could lead to devastating accidents, leaving people seriously injured or killed. A big truck wreck requires serious legal help. I'm attorney Bobby Manning. If you've been involved in a wreck with a big truck, I know what to do for you. Don't delay. Call me today. Attorney Bobby Manning, office in Monroe. Call 324-1411. Special Olympics of Northeast Louisiana provides athletic competition and year-round sport training for children and adults with intellectual disabilities. It gives them the opportunity to develop fitness, demonstrate courage, and experience the joy of competing. For more information, go to www.laso.org or call 1-800-345-6644. Jessica Ledoux, member and employee for Washita Valley Federal Credit Union. Becoming a member of Washita Valley is much easier today. Memberships are now open to anyone who lives, works, worships, attends school, or owns a business in any of our seven parishes that we serve. Our goal is to offer you personal banking and to make sure you're getting the best rates possible. Washita Valley currently serves Caldwell, Franklin, Jackson, Lincoln, Morehouse, Washita, and Richland Parishes. We know you have a choice when it comes to your finances, and to us, you're not just a member. So if you live, work, worship, attend school, or own a business in Caldwell, Franklin, Jackson, Lincoln, Morehouse, Washita, or Richland Parish, let Washita Valley provide you with excellent service and secure financial well-being. Membership eligibility required. Member NCUA. Zero turns with unlimited possibilities now for $200 off. For a mower that outmaneuvers, outperforms, and outdoes the competition, Cub Cadet Zero Turns have you covered. Now Cub Cadet is offering up to $200 off select residential zero turns for a limited time. So it's easier than ever to bring your lawn to life. Stop by Yard Power, 7573 Highway 165 North, your locally owned Cub Cadet dealer for expert advice, superior service, and to take advantage of this exceptional offer. Not eligible on other models, specifications, or programs, Cub change without notice living on the edge edge makes weekdays more fun especially when you're doing it with terry waldrop 
And welcome back in Sports Talk, the 97.7. Terry Walter, Jamie Fox, getting ready to shut this thing down here on a Friday. Your text are welcome. 888 Couple texts out there on the youth stuff. Uh, two of them really funny. I can't read. Herb, obviously not a fan of the West Monroe. Uh, excuse me, Herb from West Monroe, not a fan of the NBA. Herb, I got to do NBA stuff, man. I'm a basketball guy. Uh, but I make it entertaining, and or at least I try to. Uh, a lot of things going on here. But, hey, I do want to get into this one for you. Herb, you'll probably appreciate this. This is uh, sports parents. We've talked about them before. They're, they're really fun. We give you a couple categories. It's probably going to make you mad. It's going to make you laugh. It's candidly probably going to do both. Because if it's not you, you are going to know people that this, repl- this reflects on. And this is just stuff I, you know, I've sort of looked at over the years. You have uh, the voice robot parent. Now, this is the guy that sits in the stands, and it's almost like he has a video game controller wanting to control every movement the kid makes, right? Uh, this is the guy like in baseball. He'd be like, touch the bait, watch the ball, be in ready position, slide. You're too close to the, you're too close to the plate. Move over, but you know they're always just trying to micromanage the the, the game. Those are funny, uh, but it wears you out. And a lot of times the kids just completely ignore this parent because they do it every. And you know people like this; they're coaching the entire game. The other one, another another sport parent, and, and more women following this line, and actually a lot more men these days than used to, is uh, the cheerleader. Now. Their cheerleader is so concerned with their kids' confidence. You know, if they drop a ball or, or, or make an error, God forbid you make an error in Little League, uh, or like in soccer, if they, you know, if they fail to make a goal or they're the goalie, give up a goal, that they shower the kid with praise the entire game. Great job. You'll get them next time, man. That's okay. Good try. Good effort. No matter if they make effort or not. Uh, you get some kids that stand out there and literally dodge the ball so they don't have to try to get, hey, great job, way to get out of the way of that one, way to protect yourself. This is the cheerleader. Hey, look, I'm all about positivity, uh, but you can't have a positive remark on every single play that your kid is involved with because it's false. Hey, great job. You got me to 100 to nothing, but hey, great effort. Uh, no, probably not. But nonetheless, you get a uh, so I got the, yeah, I got robot, I got cheerleader, now becomes the, the more fun one. This is more dad, and this is uh, ultimate competitive dude. This is the guy that plays like in three softball leagues on the weekend. Uh, he's usually was a pretty good athlete at one time himself, or uh, in a lot of cases, thinks he was a much better athlete than he was. He wants the kid to succeed so much, he literally he, he just he can't control it. Um. He's thinking out. He doesn't really shout that much, but he's thinking out loud, and everybody around him can hear him. Uh, you know, he'll, he'll he'll say, "Hey, come on, go to the ball, hustle, 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 Joey, pass it, shoot it, go to the goal, follow your shot." In baseball, he'd be like, uh, "Hey, that's your ball, man. Call the ball. It's yours." Now, the, the sports dad, the competitive guy, he's a good guy to talk sports with. Probably one of your buddies. He's the guy you go to Hooters with, but. He's also the kind of guy that can be 
a very competitive guy. And when you get two competitive guys sitting side to side, they're the best friends or they want to kill each other. Uh, but that's that's that guy. Here's the, here's the, you get starting into annoying people. The overture. Now this is a sports parent that just doesn't yell for at his own kid. He's going to spread the cheering around to every player. As a matter of fact, a lot of these guys, especially women, more so than men, but for some men, they're going to look for and make sure they chart every kid with cheers. Even the kids that are not playing that much, they're going to find a way to, hey, way to fill that water bottle, Freddie. Nice job on the towel top. That, that kind of piece. They're way over the top. It's really loud. And everything is amplified. Every play that goes on, uh, they're going to blow the compliments just out the water. Uh, you don't want to sit next to this guy, and if you do, get some of the Bose noise-canceling headphones because you're going to need them. And if you don't have a migraine, you probably will after sitting next to the over-clapper. Then we're going to get into the darker side of it, Jamie. This, are you enjoying these, by the way? Uh, I, I don't know. I you know what's scary is I think I've I've experienced all of these at some point or the other, and I'm sure okay. most some now people listening gonna, have as well. We're going to get to the darker side now. Uh, now it's the excuse guy. Uh oh. This parent, everything is somebody else's fault if his mm-hmm. if his kid doesn't succeed. For example, uh, he can't accept the fact that his son is not going to bat nine ninety five. You know, 700 is just not acceptable because, after all, uh, they were they were pitching around him. I mean, you know, uh, he's not going to make every basketball shot or, or, or every uh, every soccer goal. He's going to blame every other factor. And most of the time it's going to be the coach. You know, hey, coach has been messing with his batting stance. I had it perfect. Look, his coach screwed him up. Uh, come on, or he's going to be the umpire. The umpire is out to get us, guy. This, this goes with the with the blamer as well. Um, people are out to get me, guy. That translates into the insulter. Now, this is a guy that not only insults his kid, not only insults the other team, he insults your kid as well. Now, this is the, this is the worst kind. Uh, he's just mean. He makes fun of his own kid. Even when his son or daughter makes a good play, uh, the dad will pop off like, hey, it's better to be lucky than good. Or, or, you know, you know the guy, and if you don't, it's you. This is the worst parent to sit to. Everybody moves away from this guy. You feel bad for his kid because the dude is, is going compl- uh, to throw comments out there no matter what, almost a compliment. He might compliment the other team. But this is the guy that insults the coach, the officials, his team, his kid, especially the other team. This is the guy that starts the fight. All right. The last part of it, Jamie, and I'm going to get your uh, the last two, actually. Uh, this is the tailgate. This is the people that think they're at the Tiger Stadium at LSU and they're going to grill or in most cases they bring an ice chest full of beer and they're standing down the fence line and they're making fun of the, of the other team most of the time or they make they get a little group. They'll make fun of their own team. But, uh, yeah, alcohol pays a big attention and this one, it's an excuse just to hang out. It's a socialization thing. Then this is hmm. the worst guy. This is the guy you like to hit in the face. It's usually somebody from the other team. He insults, makes passive-aggressive comments to all the players, yells at your coaches, yells at your players. Uh, 
says stuff like, for example, hey, come on, Johnny, you can hit this kid. He can't throw. He's throwing batting practice. Your little sister swings harder than this guy. Strike him out. Get him out of there. Or he goes on the, uh, you know, if there's a close play, yeah, that's a class move, coach. Take your kids to take second base when you're already up by 10 or 12 runs. Nice job. Nice class, coach. You know that guy. That's the guy you want to hit in the face. Uh, I do not recommend doing that, by the way. You can think about it, to quote Jackie Gleason, but you can't do it. Jamie, how about my rundown of youth parents? Is that pretty good? What's scary to me, Terry, is they all exist in the forms and fashions that you indicated. Can you imagine, let's just uh, let's go to our good friends in North Korea, for example. Can you imagine the poor sap that, that makes fun of Kim Jong-un? Little, I mean, I, I imagine at some point little Kim Jong-un, little rocket man, uh, played t-ball or something over in North Korea. And old, old man Ung was sitting there watching him, and uh, some, some uh, guy didn't know it and made fun of Kim Jong-un, little, little rocket man. Uh, he probably the gulag would be where he'd want to be. I'm, I'm sure he was poisoned shortly after the game. Um, th- this is this is what you get. Um, and and uh, also, you've got. I mean, if you're tailgating at, at a t-ball game, you you really do need psychological help. You need to call Firm Foundations immediately uh, because you don't need to be um, you don't need to be tail. I mean, that's kind of like wearing the. I don't know what could be worse. Here's here's the double. Double whammy. You wear wear your high school letter jacket to the t-ball game and grill out. I mean that's a that's a double whammy. Uh, I don't understand. I mean it's for the these kids are how old? I mean now I can kind of understand honestly, uh, and I've seen a lot of this around here. Uh, I call it the styrofoam cup crowd. Uh, they're not actively uh, not actively. Uh, tailgating, but I do think they have a little liquid encouragement outside of the Coke in the, in their styrofoam cups. And honestly, if you think about it, you got to give them a little bit of a pass because if you're watching T-ball or some of that, you you, you don't need to do, really try to tempt that dude completely sober. I mean, I can kind of understand that one. But other than that, but if you do, you still have to keep you know you still have to have some decorum about you and don't yell at the kids and bring attention to yourself. Just enjoy your Jack Daniels in peace. So. Uh, yeah, they're they're all out there. They're all part of uh, Americana. That's what makes uh, makes youth baseball. But uh, again, uh, thinking about uh, you know, there are bigger and better things in life, and you have to uh, we have to stop and think about that sometimes because little Johnny is probably going to flame out uh, at twelve or something like that, like uh, like I did. Um, so, uh, my, but my parents accepted it very well. I don't think they had high aspirations for me anyway. Uh, usually, when I quit growing in the sixth grade, they kind of knew I was, uh, you know, that my uh, my career was going to uh, pretty much flame out at that point. So, anyway, Terry, it's a disappointment because I didn't have the opportunity to uh, to be coached by you. Uh, I'm sure I would have been uh, worse off for it. But uh, anyway, here we are. It is uh, it's almost that time of year, isn't it? We're going to be the, the little the little ones will be out playing t-ball, chasing roly polies. Butterflies and everything. My uh, my admonishment to you, the parent, is go out and enjoy it. Absolutely. Speaking of enjoyment, you guys enjoy the weekend. Hopefully, the weather will blow out of here tonight. Another week in the books, Jamie. Thank you as always, my friend. Uh, as much as I make fun of you, it's all in jest. Well, no, it's really not. I like to make fun of you, but since I have no hair, I feel validated in doing this stuff. 
Uh, John Tabor, appreciate you running the board. Thanks to our sponsors, Washtenaw Valley Federal Credit Union. Our friends at Vantage, Spa Novell, Mr. Bobby Manning, Attorney Law, Jimmy Cooley, and uh, 